Labour has just announced its plan to supercharge New Zealand's economy if re-elected. Among its promises is a $100 million cash injection for agricultural technology and expanding trade agreements. To tell us more about Labour's election announcement, we have political, a deputy political editor, Craig McCulloch, on the line. Kia ora, Craig. Good afternoon. So a big focus in Labour's economic plan is agri-tech. How is Labour planning to grow this sector? $100 million is the headline figure here. So we're talking about an injection into New Zealand's venture capital fund. This is a fund that was launched by the government in 2020 to invest in young businesses. So that $100 million that's getting funneled into there, the venture capital fund can decide basically how it spends it. But it does have um, a focus at the moment on agritech and it has a, 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 a fund set up within it, which can focus in that area. Now, the government has previously signalled an ambition to grow that agritech sector to $8 billion by 2030, and this is part of Labour's way of trying to do that. It wants to position New Zealand really as a global leader in that field. We heard too um, last year Labour announcing its new Centre for Climate Action on Agriculture Emissions. So this is all part of that same strategy, more R&D, more investment, looking at ways to make agriculture more climate-friendly. And Labour's also looking to India to boost the economy? Yes, and uh, good luck to them with that. Um, Chris Hipkins has said that that is his next big trade priority, visiting India to promote trade there. New Zealand, of course, has recently secured trade deals recently with the UK and with the EU. With those done, there are not really any other easy or obvious areas left for New Zealand to secure free trade deals. Of course, a deal with India would be, could be incredible for New Zealand, but it has been on the radar for many, many years. Going right back to when John Key went over there with us as an ambition, it has gone nowhere. Yes, Australia has managed to get a deal with India, but it, it does not include dairy, and that is a major sticking point for New Zealand. Neither country, neither New Zealand, neither India is prepared to budge when it comes to dairy, and so there really has been no progress there. It has not seemed to be a priority for the Labour government thus far. Nanaia Mahuta um, effectively said as much not that long ago, and the National Party has criticised Labour for this. Neither Chris Hipkins nor Jacinda Ardern before him, they, neither of them visited India when they were Prime Minister, but also worth remembering that the border was closed for two or three years. So it is not closed any longer. It seems that whoever is Prime Minister, whether it's Chris Hipkins or whether it's Christopher Luxon, uh, they will be making a trip to India a key priority, whether or not it results in a free trade deal. Well, we'll have to wait and see. Exactly. And now, what other priorities has Labour outlined in its economic plan? No other really big surprises in there. I mean, tourism, as you would expect, renewable energy, uh, the digital world. I think this, the, that this announcement, uh, it is as much about Labour defending its economic record. So it has come under a, a sustained attack from national, from other business voices um, recently over its management of the economy. Labour really took the opportunity today to spell out some statistics. The fact that unemployment is below 4% and has been for eight consecutive quarters. The fact that the economy is 6.7% larger than it was before COVID-19 and 10.2% larger than at the depths of the COVID recession. A bigger bounce back than many of New Zealand partners. So so Labour knows that it is in trouble um, when it comes to these questions around economic credibility. We are, of course, in a recession. National keeps bringing that up every moment it can. This is all part of Labour's fight back. 
And this policy only recently came out, but has National Mm -hmm. had a chance to respond to the policy? No official response to this particular announcement yet, but um, uh, worth noting, National just do not accept that the economy is in anything resembling a good shape. They keep pointing out inflation around 6%, the economy in recession. Um, You know, National blames Labour. They they call it reckless spending, economic mismanagement. Both sides we're seeing are picking the statistics which work more favourably towards their argument. Ultimately, though, National does have the advantage because no matter what the numbers say, what matters more is how people feel. And people are feeling the pinch right now with high mortgage rates, with high inflation. That makes it a very difficult landscape for any incumbent government with an election looming. Thanks, Craig. That's Deputy Political Editor there, Craig McCulloch.